It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. But, um, 
you know, so the the swinging bachelorette pad is going to open up and share some space, and uh, it'll it'll I think it'll be cool, and you know, like I said, hopefully I pass. <laughs> I'm sure he'll let me know. Anyway, so relationships, end dating, and moving in, and whatever, you know, that all that can be complicated too. But then we could add something else into the mix, like maybe you're with a couple people and everyone agrees on it and it works, which I think is really interesting. So Urban Jet, if you would like to introduce, I know your friend and our guest, please go ahead. Uh, We'd like to, first of all, we we picked Just Be Good to Me because it's about, you know, because of the lyric, uh, I don't care about your other girls, just be good to me. as the title of this episode, because we have Renato Barucco on, someone I met through Gotham, and someone who's out there writing for Huffington Post and other stuff, which he can tell us about. Are you there, Renato? I'm here. I'm here. Hi. Yay! Welcome to our show. And your accent's just fine for on the air. I know you were scared that no one would understand you. (laughs) Well, you never know. It's still early. Everyone will find it very attractive, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You you and a whole bunch of other people with accents talk all day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just getting you and, like, a British dude and, like, a couple, like, you know, Scottish guy, maybe a French guy, and make you have a conversation. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fun. (laughs) Be like this, like, UN thing. Be very cool. Yeah. That be an open relationship I would be into. Okay, so we're going to sign oh. the up for the Scottish guy, the British guy, <laughs> the French guy. All right. Anyways, tell the world a little bit about yourself. Share, share some stuff. Well, um, I'm Italian. I've been living in New York for seven okay. years. I work primarily in um, non. Well, I work in non-for-profit environment, um, and I work around sexual health and mm-hmm. prevention and treatment of sexually transmitted infections, uh, which has that, something to do with uh, with our topic tonight about uh, open relationships. Because ultimately, uh, the piece that I wrote for um, the Huffington Post about a healthy relationship was ultimately. Um, a discussion about healthy behaviors in general, uh, and I was reading how Alex uh, mentioned that I uh, that, that I'm a proud supporter of healthy relationship of mm-hmm. open relationship. Um, I don't know if I would define myself a proud supporter, but I am definitely a supporter of healthy relationships in general, whether they're open or closed. Um, so yeah, I do think it's a very interesting. Um, topic and it always creates a lot of debate because uh, whether you're pro or against uh, normally people feel very strong about it one way or the other yeah I know too I know a couple of my friends when I posted the article like lost their minds when they read it losing their minds saying there's no way it could ever work like that kind of thing yeah yeah well, then that would be, and you know, there's no way it could ever work for them, you know. But I, I, exactly. and I, I brought this up, actually, because um, something came up at work, a bunch of the girls and I sitting outside eating lunch, talking about this other couple we know, and then it tra- and went into this. And I was like, hey, that's what the show's about tonight, because I'm always plugging our show <laughs> shamelessly. And I was like, what do you guys think? And they're, they're a bunch of young, you know, 20-something girls, and, and I don't know, you know, if it's just a, a, a straight girl thing or whatever, but we all thought, like, oh, gosh, there's no way I couldn't share. Like, that was our immediate, but that was our just our personal immediate reaction, and everyone's so different, and their whole world is full of so many different people, and you can't put a guideline on how you love or who you love. So I think for some people it totally can work, and I find that really interesting. And mm-hmm. we're not we're in an open one right now. No, I'm not in a relationship. I'm uh, happily single. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, when we talk about open relationship, like you were saying, uh, first of all, we need to define what we mean by open relationship because there are several ways to be in an open relationship, right? 
Uh, well, first of all, there's marital monogamy, and we have that here in the United States in the Western countries, uh, pretty much everywhere, meaning that we can be married only to one person at a time. So that's uh, not really... Exactly, exactly. There are, there are some, uh, some areas where uh, laws are different. Uh, then there's genetic uh, monogamy, where I will have kids only with you because you're my partner. And if you really think about it, there are a lot of uh, uh, straight couples that are not in a genetic closed relationship because mm-hmm. for one reason or for another, they may be sperm of donors. Then there's social um, monogamy, meaning that you and I are a couple and we are together. Uh, and we're not going to be affectionate and intimate at, with anybody else. Right. And the last kind is sexual monogamy. Um, we, you and I have sex only with each other and no, and no one else. Mm-hmm. But every combination of these is a possibility. I could be social monogamous with you, but mm-hmm. non-sexual monogamous, meaning you are my, my one and only partner. I'm not right. looking for a third. I'm not looking for a, a little loving family, but you and I. And yet... I'm having sex with other people. So I satisfy my somatic desires with a lot of people, but you are going to satisfy my emotional desire. You're the only one satisfying my emotional desire. So first of all, it's important to define what we mean by open relationships, and then um, and then the controversies are... Yeah. <laughs> so well, let's... Um, I'm going to ask you a question back. What do you feel, since you're both in an open in a relationship, how would you feel about being in, in an open relationship? I personally... Uh, you can go okay. first on this one because you're in an actual relationship. You want me to take the wheel? <laughs> you take the wheel first and then I'll, 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 I'll venture my opinion because you know okay. some of my opinions. You <laughs> Um, and, and, again, even as I open the show, the only child with all her things, just the way she likes them and, the, and she likes her stuff for herself. I'm, I'm not that good at sharing. <laughs> and I, I, um, I guess that's, like, the really basic, like, in response is, like, I know, I know just me as right now as a person, even in a one-person relationship, I can, I know I feel a lot of jealousy, um, I, that can happen to me. That's happened to me before I've been in a relationship. I have that in me some kind of way. And I feel I don't I feel like there would be an upset in me if somebody else if that if the person I was with was involved with someone else too. And that's you know, maybe I'm not open minded enough or maybe that's just not the type of way I'd wanna go. But I honestly don't think I could handle it at all. And I could see myself just being like upset and depressed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've never, and I've never, and I've never been. I guess you know we're 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 in, when we're in relationships, we still see people like, oh, that person's attractive, that person's attractive. I've never been in the situation where someone else has crossed my path where I've been someone, and I'd be like, oh my god, I really like them too. I definitely seem to focus like when I'm really with someone, it all goes there, like. Even even when I can think of the other guys in the not too distant past that I also liked, and it seemed like like a button just went off when I started to to be with who I'm with now. It seemed like all those other guys just got deleted in my head. And even when I look at them now, I don't even have that feeling. I'm like I even I'm even saying to myself like, oh, I can't believe I liked you. That's weird. And so it seems like all that stuff just fades away, and I'm just all about that one person, you know. So that's how I, and that's how I know that I am in a in a relationship. I I've had friends who have been that way, and then someone else came into their life, and then it got complicated because they never thought they could have feelings for two people. Again, mm-hmm. I've never experienced that, yeah. but I don't know if I'd be open to it because I'm I'm like the one guy, and I'm like whoop you, and that's that. <laughs> So that's me. So I'd say no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Alex? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I wanted to quote Renato's article about it says open relationships simply acknowledge the truth that are readily inherently exists in every relationship, like Mm -hmm. it or not. Namely, that our ability to experience physical attraction outside of the relationship does not suddenly stop when we commit our love to one person. Right. So that's always been the rub with me for... Mm-hmm. Or I've I've swung for both sides, <laughs> not right. in the way you think, but in uh, like my opinion always varies on this. Mm-hmm. And when I see people in open relationships <laughs> who make it work, yeah, I think it's okay in my head, and I think it's okay. But then I've been privy to watching open relationships tear people apart. Ah, so it's just like any sort of conditioning that you've had seeing anything, any type of relationship you've seen, whether it's the relationship you saw with your parents or the relationship you see with others. With me, who internalizes everything, mm-hmm. it always it's it's always such a it's always such a split in my head when I think about it. Because when, when Frank and Dan were sort of like, this could never work and blah 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 I was like kind of like, huh <laughs> I could make this work but I've I've been I've been I've been a third. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I've said that on the show before that I've been, I've been the other, I've been the other person, whether they knew about it or not. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I still struggle with what that says about myself because I told you last week on the couch on the futon, yeah. like what does that say about me that I'm always attracted to guys with a boyfriend? Guys who have other guys. That used to be. Yeah. I and yeah, you and I both shared that. It. And, you know, I I think that, and I know that for me came from the place of not sh- not sure if I really wanted to be someone or in the safety zone. It's like, well, I can't really fully commit. But then again, if you were if you were the third in something that got committed, do you think you could go through with it? Or do you think at some point you might feel jealousy or annoyed or frustration? Or I guess does it just depend on the guys? Would you be open to that? Well, no, it, it it depends. It's uh, it's what Renato says in his article too. It's about telling the truth about what's going on and what you can deal with and how to communicate that. And I don't know. I always feel like when I see some people's open relationships, I see I feel like one person is just there because they have no other options, and they're the ones getting hurt, while the other one just does whatever right. you want. Yeah, there are some open relationships which, unlike what, you know, Renato said about the communications, I remember um, people I knew where the one's like, yeah, we're open, and the other one was like, no. No. <laughs> it's never discussed with the other partner, <laughs> so it's like, uh, maybe you should let them know. <laughs> and that is definitely one um, of the of the key point of an open relationship. Uh, both Parties, both person needs to be on board and they need to um, yeah. want it, but not to save a relationship just because oh, they're both okay with it. Because That's they're a good happy point. in it, they enjoy <laughs> it, they find it a way to cure some sorts of jealousy. I know this mm-hmm. might be controversial as well, but it does work that way for a lot of people. So yeah. if they both intimately agree in the open relationship, it's an option, but if any of the, uh, if anybody has even the, uh, a very slight concern, uh, an awkward feeling about it, they should even start or consider being in an open relationship, because that's a recipe for a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. And that another means- thought that I have um, <laughs> is that although. It sounds it sounds pretty uh, terrifying to be to see the person you love being with someone else, but I also think that it, there's nothing more brutal than uh, the experience of being cheated on oh, yeah. in a relationship. <laughs> so for certain people, if you have to choose between an open relationship and a supposedly close relationship, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I can see why some people would prefer being an open one. At least you know what you're dealing with. Right. So have you, Renato, been in one before? I, I know that I know. I didn't know. I, I, 
I was not in a in an open relationship. No, um, I did experience uh, cheating, um, and it was not a pleasant uh, experience. I don't even necessarily know if I would consider an open relationship, but uh, but this is because I may not consider a relationship to begin with for my nature. You just, hit yeah. the, you just hit the nail on the head with me, too. <laughs> <laughs> You're ringing true to my buddy over there. <laughs> but you know, you know what the problem is. Uh, sometimes, of course, this is not a. This shouldn't be a generalization. A lot. Some of relationships are really based on insecurities, mm-hmm. and um, and a lot of relationships start off of solitude or of. The need to feel a void, uh, which is which is part of the dynamic, of course, hands off, but it's also a little dangerous. Uh, um, I think that void should be filled to begin with. Yeah. You should be happy where you are, and then decide to share this happiness with someone else. When you get to the point to that level of comfort and rationality, then you can make choices about uh, the sexual dynamics of the couple. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah. So I do think that's a very important point. Yeah, because yeah. I struggle. I, I think one of the things besides struggling with if I could handle or want a uh, relationship is that I always, like in my in my. In my jerkier moments, I'm just like, oh, the reason gay marriage won't work is because I see so many open relationships. Like, what is that supposed to mean? I, I, I mean, the fact that you say that, I know that, you know, I there's a, there's a kind of similar situation in some people that I know where it's like, I thought they were rock solid, and then I just found out that the one person was, like, creeping on the DL, like, to someone else. And I was like, man... I thought they were like a stand-up, you know, example yeah. of, and then it made me think of what you say. I'm like, I don't want to think that every gay couple ever is like this. <laughs> but you know, I I read an article not too long ago, I and I that gay marriage. I read I read an article on the Advocate. I wish I could quote it, but I don't have it under my eyes right now. Um, a while back, a few months back. And there were, the title of the article, it was the print, printed version of The Advocate, was How Open Gay Relationship Will Save Straight Marriage. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very controversial as well. But, you know, uh, certain people are, are, are kind of showing how uh, apparently gay marriages are lasting longer um, than straight marriages, in part maybe because a lot of these couples are in open relationships. Of course, this is all speculation. Nobody actually measured it and studied, but I think it's an interesting speculation. I think I would think maybe that works more for men, but I don't know. If, I don't necessarily think it works for uh, uh, lesbian couples. <laughs> exactly, interesting point. Uh, I know, you know it's like cliche, but I've seen it seems very. I mean, maybe it's a cliche for a reason. Again, we you know hate making blanket statements. But I was, you know, talking to my friends at work, and I was like, this sometimes seems like the way it is for gay men from just what I've seen. And then, like, the lesbian couples I know are, like, solid together. for, But not everyone, though. You know, I've known some that have, like, broken apart, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it's, 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 it's cheating, tough. Cheating is everywhere. I know, I know the, a few... And yes, I've finally seen yeah. a few lesbian couples that have have dealt with cheating issues and stuff, which is never in my whole in my whole time has become more and more prevalent. And I think that just goes with just the the way of the world and everything's out there and the internet and all that stuff and just people like so have so much have so much access to people both yeah. uh, both emotionally and sexually through the internet. That that it's so much easier to cheat these days. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's easier to cheat than it is to talk it out. It seems because mm-hmm. what you can do is like roll over to your computer and start looking on sites and finding people instead of you want to turn around and be like, hey, we're having a problem. 
Yeah, it, and, and people don't work things out anymore. They don't. I think the computer has ruined working things out. Social media. Well, 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 I don't know if I totally agree. I I, I always uh, say that it's never the tool, it's the intention. That's true. Mm-hmm. So if you're not happy and you want to cheat um, on your boyfriend or girlfriend, you will find a way to do it this with or without the internet. <laughs> Which is, you know, unfortunate. Yeah, Exactly. I guess it makes it a bit easier, but like you said, it's, you know, if you want it, you're going to find the way regardless. Yeah. And then that's going to be going to be an issue. I mean, I, I know of, and I, I never met them personally, but I've got, um, I've got, it's like friends of friends, and they were like the first couple I ever really heard discussed. It's, um, I think it's two women and a guy in, they're, they're friends of good friends of mine, but like I said, I never met them. They're in Seattle, and I think they have, like, a kid together, and it's just the three of them. And as far as I know, it's, like, all, you know, it's all peachy keen and roses. And I'm just yeah. like, wow. <laughs> High five, guys. Like, I remember, you know, when I met these friends, they tell me about their friends, and, like, they all they went to, like, the, the, the joint wedding or what kind of ever ceremony the three of them had in a way. And I, you know, we would sit and discuss, and I was like, I don't know if I could ever, wow, yeah. you know. But it, it, I was like, but cool on them, man. If if that all works for them and they're happy and they even have like a kid, it's pretty awesome, you know. Because I don't, I don't really, because that that doesn't bother me either. Like even, I guess this is more in the territory of a religious thing. But I was, <laughs> I used to watch Sister Wives on TLC. Yeah. <laughs> found it like fascinating and also I love Big Love and that was a good show. But I but I know that's a part of certain people's religions, but it's but they all supposedly or hopefully you think in those cases they're all like accepted and they're like, Yes, I want to be a part of this, like no one's forcing them. And like that was fascinating too. And I could see the points and that caused some discussion with my friends and I who just like liked and watched the shows. Be like, could you ever do it? Would it be cool to be like a sister wife and then be like, Oh, everyone shares and helps out and I was like, Yeah, but I still have my insecurity thing, so I don't know if I could go that route. But, you know, I always found that kind of fascinating and interesting. So I always I checked out all those shows because I'm like, wow, world I just don't know about, you know. Well, that's all. That's all very patriarchal and one-sided, though. It's yeah. not like it's not like the women, the wives, have their own other husbands and stuff. Yeah, that's that more was, about the, the religious edict of appropriation. Yeah, that was the part that always got me. Was like, it's always sister wives. It's never. Yeah. You know, the woman's like, and here's my five husbands, and that's what I got. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, and it's such a it's such a reversal from like matriarchal lore, mm-hmm. like where Cleopatra mm-hmm. and and the goddesses had many lovers, and you see yeah. the flip between between uh, the mm-hmm. male dominated religions yeah. and the female the female centric religion. Matrocentric. <laughs> we use matrocentric on like. <laughs> yes. Well, but it's also, while while I was uh, writing this article, I did a little uh, research, and um, there were all these studies, this anthropological study and uh, uh, some other uh, genetic studies that show that, you know, history of humanity uh, Mm -hmm. has been, you know, preferred to other type of relationship. However, uh, if you look at genetics, uh, humans have never been monogamous. Yeah. So it goes back to what we were saying earlier, that you know, that sometimes we like the idea of, of monogamy, but uh, maybe we're not really built to be monogamous. This doesn't necessarily mean that we shouldn't. There was another scientist who was saying how, uh, although it's clear that humans have never been monogamous, the idea of monogamy itself is very healthy, and this is proved by a lot of studies and a lot of data. People that are in a, in loving and close relationship are healthier, are wealthier, um, but who knows if they were sexually monogamous as well? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think if we do a follow up to this show, we'll also have someone who's like 
who will look at like the spiritual perspective on this. Right. Because mm-hmm. when when Allison, when Allison and I um were looking more into this stuff when we took a class some years ago. Mm-hmm. We were talking you talk about your your custom groups and the souls you're bonded with and your soulmates mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And I've always I've always just wondered if you're supposed to we have such a broad definition of soulmate now if you if you wonder like if you're supposed to only be with one person. That you are have more than one if you have or whatever, I definitely think, you know, there is a, one person for everybody to then like be nice all different all different types of relationships and not just like a romantic one. You know, which I think is interesting too. But it it goes back to Cranford when uh, Georgie would say to me that, oh, he's out there and he came back into this existence to be something you like and he's mad at you because you haven't found him yet and you're resisting, you're resisting finding him. So it's just like, aren't we? But 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 if uh, from what uh, my human design thing from Susan says is that I'm the experimenter, I came back as an experimenter and I have to experience all different things so that later in life I have the wisdom that carries me through the rest <laughs> through the rest of my life. So you know, it's very hard it's very hard when you have like these intellectual and spiritual uh solutions in your head, but it just doesn't make sense right now. <laughs> it doesn't make sense in a in a bar when you're staying there talking to someone. <laughs> yeah. Like you're like, well why with this and while you're having a drink, you're like, Yeah, it's not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> How can it not be tough? Of course it is. But you're doing the damn thing, and that's what matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And and ultimately, the the, the um, one of the cons I think of open relationship, and it's something, and this is uh, this is the public health perspective uh, that okay. jumped in, and and I did mention it at some point was the fact that if you are in an open relationship, you are having sex with multiple sexual partners. Uh, and and it's proven that multiple sexual partners is one of the risk factors for the spread of sexually transmitted infections. And mm-hmm. while we all know that it doesn't really matter uh, how many people you have sex with, but what kind of sex you have and whether you protect yourself or not, it is also true that there are a lot of uh, behaviors like uh, oral sex that very few people would even imagine having uh, protected. So mm-hmm. if you're not having sex with your partner, you're still, you might still not use a condom for oral sex, which, you know, it, 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 does, um, it does allow the transmission of a lot of sexually transmitted infection in the throat and from the throat to the penis or to the vagina. So in terms of a public health perspective, uh, if you really should protect you and your partner by wearing condoms, using Delta Dems, and so on, uh, because the more sexual partners you have, the higher are the chances to have sexually transmitted infections, and down the road uh, have been uh, shorter lives because sexually transmitted infections are then linked to uh, some sort of cancers, um, and this is definitely the downside of having multiple sexual partners, for sure. Right, yeah. That, that would make sense that the, that physical would, you know, add into it. And then, again, that goes along with the communication again. If you're all talking, you're all being mm-hmm. safe, we're all hopefully, we're all being honest with each other, you know, you realistically, like, let's go get checked, blah, 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 and... And then that's the whole point. If you're really gonna go and do this, and then hope you know everyone's gotta be on the same page to uh, to get it going. But now, what would you say to somebody? Like, let's say someone, you know, there's there's a couple, and like one person is kind of curious or interested into having that talk or wanting to add someone else, what would you say would be, like, 
the best way to approach it or just, like, just be honest and just have a conversation and see? Well, I th- I think that uh, <laughs> that's a tricky question. Yeah. I do think that having, having a, a conversation right away, an open conversation, would be ideal. But we also know that most likely that conversation is going to end up in a huge drama or fight because uh, the partner is going to wonder why is my partner asking me to have sex with other people. Yeah, uh, and that comes into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that first of all, uh, the person, the, the one who's interested or curious about having sex with other people, should really wonder whether it's just a curiosity that we all have at some point, whether we are pro or against an uh, open relationship, or if something he or she really wants to uh, act upon, it's something they really want to do. And right. if something they really want and they really need, then yes, they need to find a way to to discuss it with the partner. And uh, and one of the things we didn't mention that is also important are the rules. Yeah, you got to uh, every open relationship have very clear sets of rules. Sometimes there are even too many rules, and you get lost in all these rules. Right. But I have to say that um, you know there are there are some different ways of having an open relationship. You can even have sex uh, with other people, but just when your partner is present. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do that, too. Mm. Right. Which, to me, opens, um, and this is personal uh, idea. It's not necessarily related to uh, stuff that people told me. It it, it, it is a, another tricky situation because uh, you're telling your partner, okay, we can open our relationship to others, but I want to be there monitoring every second of the encounter. Oh, and that that could definitely be a way where a lot of stress and problems could come in, too. Yes, and it's terrible. I I think it's terrible, and that's that's why I wouldn't consider having sex with a couple, because, first of all, it it really sounds... (laughs) A disaster. I, I I wouldn't consider it. It's interesting because I don't know if you ever had this conversation in in a in a previous um, episode, but if you go on uh, social networks for gay men to meet other men, oh, yeah. hook up apps or so on, there are so many guys in open relationships. So yeah. many uh, to the point that people sometimes wow. joke around and like. Can they just create an app for single men? Um, because it is it is pretty overwhelming the amount of um, of of men who are in relationship on these apps. Do you think and it's then, biggest? Is this a blanket statement too? Do you think it's biggest in the gay male community, or is it just? Well, yeah, allowed? I think it's straight men. Straight men. Straight men get to are allowed to like straight men or straight women. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say it's not exclusive to both, but they they're they're culturalized, and this is the way I think they're culturalized to to make sure it's cheating. Uh, you know, okay. it's exciting because it's on TV shows, it's in movies yeah. where these couples everything gets messed up because you know you have this hot other woman come into play or blah 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 blah. You know, or even those websites like you know those services like Ashley Madison. I hear it advertised all the time. So listen to Howard. <laughs> Where they're set up specifically for straight guys to cheat. <laughs> it's like a pay service. You're like, or there's there's another one. I forget. There's another one besides that one where it's like, need a girl to cheat on and don't tell anyone and it's fine and yeah. she won't anything. It's crazy. <laughs> I was like, this really exists. Like I was <laughs> I also I also want to go on record. I also want to go on record as to say that that uh, I I I can't do threesomes because they're a lot of work and very stressful. <laughs> I had I had a few in my life and I'm just like I can't do this. I would feel like it would be complicated and then I'd be like, it I'm gonna watch TV. <laughs> uh, more power to you that if you can do it all the time, but man, oh man. <laughs> Must work, and you don't know if everybody's happy. It's not like in the movies. Is 
that what you're saying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, well, record duly noted, my friend. <laughs> yeah, but I also, I also, I think early in my coming out, uh, besides experimenting with stuff like that, that uh, you know, having multiple crushes on people. Yeah. And all that stuff, and and it happens at the same time, and you wonder, mm-hmm. did you both be together, or do you pick one, and all that stuff? I had, I remember these crushes I had back in my clubbing days with these two guys and blah blah, and I, I just always would like try to think, like I didn't know any better, and I said I was really in love with them both, and I don't know, oh. I don't know what to pick, and I don't know what to do. So we didn't have discussions like this back in the day. <laughs> Uh, 
But I do have another story that I did mention in the article, and it's uh, this friend of mine, his name is Robert, and I know I can talk about this uh, story because he, he he was part of the article. And he yeah. was in a very loving relationship in Washington, D.C., and they were in love. They were together for a while, for a few years. And Robert was the one who decided to uh, propose um the open relationship, but they really got lost in the rules, and they tried all the combinations of do whatever you want, just don't tell me about it, oh. uh, do whatever you want, but tell me every single detail about it, let's oh. just do it only together, let's just do it only separately. Ultimately, it became draining, and it became very hurtful for mm-hmm. um, both people in the relationship so they had uh, they had to break up and uh, they broke up since then and it's interesting how Robert now is absolutely against open relationship because he feels like that relationship that was so dear and so great uh, to him was ultimately ruined by uh, this experimentation that they had with uh, uh, open relationships mm. Yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I remember. I remember. Uh, I had two friends who were in an eleven-year relationship, and later, as they got older and hit their forties, they were like, they were, they, they were together in college. So it's a very, it's a very Peter, like what I like to call the Peter Pan syndrome with gay men. Sometimes mm-hmm. is that we miss out on our childhood and our teenage years being sexual and being able to be who we truly are. So we get into either you go into a pattern where you either find someone right away and you're with them and you make up for all that time you weren't with someone or you 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 sleep around and have your youth later in life or or you bring someone along someone along with on the ride and mm-hmm. it turned into that where they were both they weren't they were tired they didn't want to they were first trying to this is one of my threesomes. They were first trying the threesome thing where they would bring a third in, but they would both be there. And then the wheels started to come off on that, so they just started sleeping with other people individually without each other. And then eventually they just ended up hating each other because they knew their relationship wasn't working and it was just like a Band-Aid to oh. the inevitable. And eventually it just tore everything apart. Like they had to... They had to. They were financially bound with each other. They had to get. They had to get legal. Like there was no legal marriage or civil unions back then, but they were financially bound in a mortgage together, and oh, card, and joint bank account. So they had to like get divorced without getting divorced. Oh, without so, any legal stuff, and that's even trickier, I bet. Yeah, yeah, that was even trickier because it had to be all in fairness, and the lawyers had to negotiate because there wasn't le- them legally... Ba- there was no community property, of course. Of course, So yeah. there, was, there wasn't anything really legally binding them to be fair to each other. Oh. So, Needless to say, I only talked to one of them because one of them liked me more and all this stuff, but uh, it was a mess. Like, I was like, this is a mess. Yeah, I'm kind of like, make a quick exit from that. Yeah. <laughs> And we also have to say, though, that there are uh, open relationships that do work, and uh, they work for a long time. And like my friend's friend, as far as I and know, definitely people have well, heard of. They're doing well, I think. Yeah, it, it could be, but at least there's no emotional involvement with other people. I'm actually uh, there's a um, there's a friend of mine who's. Um, listening to the show right now and he is sending live tweet on um on Facebook and he's saying how in his case the open relationship allowed him to have a longer relationship because if there was not the possibility the relationship would have ended a long time ago. Mm. Is, you know, it's controversial but it's a possibility. And um Stephen, which is the other person I mentioned in the article, he is in a great open relationship in San Francisco. They are mm-hmm. about to get married, actually, in January. Um, so it does work. It, it, in certain cases, it, it works. And you know how I close uh, my article, quoting the app, right? Yeah. 
I will I will quote another uh, singer, Sherry Crow, uh, okay. to su- to summarize how what I think about the subject. Well, you don't bring oh, anything but down. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh no! Wait, wait! Before you before you complete that thought, Renato, it's funny that it's funny. I just reposted your article and. And you guys can look at this, but don't you dare say anything. But the guy who was part of that that awful open relationship just uh, commented on your on your article. I'll get out of town. I have irony of irony. Anyway, complete your thought, Renato. Back to Cheryl Crow. I was saying, yeah, I was saying that to summarize my position, I, I will quote Cheryl Crow. If it makes yeah. you happy, it can't be that bad. Okay. Uh, and right I'll after, quote her, I'll quote her and say, uh, "What is it? Uh, I'm the difficult kind, or you don't bring me anything but down." <laughs> you know, I was going to say life is a highway, but that's not her. <laughs> that's not her, though. <laughs> A change will do you good. <laughs> but it's true. If if it really works for both partners and it makes that have both partner happy, the same level, equally, you know what? Welcome to open relationship. There's also some concern in the gay community um, about heteronormativity and the fact that uh, you really want to simulate. Yes. Yeah. 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 You really want to simulate to uh, traditional straight couples, and I, I don't yeah. think that the two things are um, exclusive. They're mutually exclusive. You can have in a very uh, loving relationship. You can be married to just one person, uh, and and you know have achieve semantic desires and uh, with someone else. Um, you know, it might not be as romantic. It might not be as uh, 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 it, it might not be the childhood dreams that uh, a lot of people have. But if it works and doesn't hurt anybody, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, me and, my, um, me and Dan, who is my platonic gay life partner, talk about heteronormativity <laughs> all the time. Uh-huh. And we're just like we're so we're so we're so we've we've so seen so many broken marriages and all that stuff and fitting into fitting into uh, heterosexual norms for the gay community doesn't exactly mean we get accepted or tolerated anymore. But that seems to be the that seems to be the way the the culture is going because mm. we want to be we want to be perceived. We want to be perceived so well as normal, quote unquote, that we're we're trying to fit into that heteronormative, you know, ideal, whatever they want to see us to be. <laughs> which for me, which for me, goes against everything I believe. <laughs> so don't do it. So don't do it. So don't 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 be the don't be the you know, whatever. Don't be the the couple on the on the wedding cake, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna gain oh, you any more acceptance. No, I don't even know who those people are. And like when I and okay, so now I'm a couple and it's like, wow, it's crazy. But I like even I see that stuff and I was like, that's unrealistic. Like there's the mm-hmm. wedding the wedding cake hetero couple isn't real, so there's no way, you know, you don't wanna be I totally know where you're coming from and what you're saying. It's like, well, we could be just like you guys, see? But, like, they're they're already screwed up already over here on this side of the fence. So yeah. <laughs> I've seen it, too. And, it's you know, it all it all takes the work and the commitment and, you know, you want to give it the, the time that you want to give it because you believe in it and you love your person and that's all that matters. And screw that wedding cake junk. They never taste that good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's too full from cocktail hour, and they never eat their slice. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I was, we we have to tell Renato that uh, he quoted "Lay All Your Love on Me," which is like the first ABBA song I ever got you to like. <laughs> ever. Yeah, I, yeah, I um, my my friend Tanya in high school is an ABBA fan. I remember her making me a tape, and I was like, "Oh, it's cute." And 
but um, she likes other stuff too that I like, but she also loves ABBA. And then I meet, and then I meet Alice. And I was like, I'll be kind of like ABBA too. And he's like, I love they're fun, and you know, you think of the Dancing Queen, and then I guess the card you played it, and you're like, I have a song you're gonna like, you know, getting to know me. As you got to know me a little, we we're you're like, wait, wait till you hear this, and I was like, oh, you like me? So yes, that's a very, it's a very special song. It will go on our yeah. box set compilation. We we'll we'll post that um post show on the on the pages because that's a good one. I actually haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. Oh my gosh! We just got like a little time left. We're not yeah. there anything that you wanna, you know, you wanna end, you wanna go out on a certain kind of note or say like some closing stuff to everyone that's been listening who may be concerned, who may have had a bad experience, or blah blah blah. Or anyone who's just interested in this. Well, ultimately, it's just about having fun, right? And by having fun, I mean being happy uh, and, and do whatever works for you and but and make sure that that's exactly what you want, ultimately. If you decide to be in an open relationship, mm-hmm. do it because you want that, not because your partner wants that. And I think that that's a very that, – that's a very, I feel very strong about this point. Mm-hmm. The rest, you know, we all love and uh, we all have sex in different ways. So, you know, any possibility is really, uh, it's really out there for us to pick. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, well, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. This was so much fun. Yeah, awesome. We'll probably have you on again. We like doing our follow-up shows. Yeah, we like doing <laughs> I love our it. Round tables, and we'd love to have you as part of that as well. Yeah. Like the different perspectives on things. Oh It'll my gosh! It's my pleasure. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being on, and um, yeah, that article is up there right now for everyone. It's linked yeah. to um, our show page that came up today, and that's posted on our thing. So go read his article. Go see that comment. <laughs> I'll go back yeah. now. <laughs> Thank you, Renato, so much for being on. We appreciate it. All right. Bye. 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 Okay. Like we said, yes, we're going to take a little little hiatus for a bit. But, um, you know, we, you know, especially Urban Gent, who's who's tweets, so he's, like, frequently out there, we're always good at communicating, you know, with, 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 besides just in relationships with our fans and our friends. Yeah. And, our family. and then, you know, letting everyone know what's coming on and what's going on and what, what's to come. It's the Gemini rising in me, the one, the Gemini that craves communication, yes. <laughs> which is the antithesis of my other two sides. Uh, you're constantly battling. Who are secretive and introverted and don't want to tell people anything. <laughs> well, that means you eventually do tell people stuff or you just tell the right people stuff. So Yeah. I know I know. eventually you'll be like, you know what? And you'll have to just tell me some crazy stuff that's going on. And that and that I appreciate, too. But mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll, we'll keep everyone up to date of when it's time to come on back to us. And we'll let you know. We'll start a whole yeah. new a whole new season. But for now, we want to say toodaloo. Um, will we like to hear from the unicorn? Because it's been a yeah, while. Yeah, let's hear from the unicorn. It'll be apropos because we ended so behind the snark with a unicorn, too. The we unicorn did. message. Let's see, <laughs> let's see what our magical unicorn has to say. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, rainbow to your dream. Oh, follow the rainbow to your dream. Okay, that's, that's what we're think, doing. I mean, that is what we're doing. I think that's great, great advice. Well, thank you all for listening. Thanks to my co-host who, you know, isn't here physically but always with me. And yeah, trapped, at, trapped at my desk. <laughs> the, the perils of working from home is sometimes you never get to leave. Yes. <laughs> well, we hope everyone has a great weekend, and 
we'll enjoy our time off and we'll come back with more fun yeah. stuff for you. Happy, happy start to your spring and your summer. That's right. Have good times and we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Bye bye. Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.